Hey guys, I want to welcome back Yukon River Knives as a sponsor for the month of December. Yukon River Knives exists to support missions work in rural Alaska by providing outdoor enthusiasts with premium quality knives. A portion of every purchase goes to helping advance the gospel in rural areas in Alaska. Featuring both handmade and high quality production knives, Yukon River Knives has curated some of the finest and most useful knives on the market. Go check out their products at yukonriverknives.com and enter Shepherd's Crook at purchase for a 15% discount. Hey guys, I have one of these knives personally and I've been using it this year for hunting season and it's done a phenomenal job. These are going to make perfect Christmas gifts. You're not going to be disappointed. Go check it out. Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. The Shepherd's Crook exists to provide care, counsel, and resources for pastors. You can get more information at theshepherdscrook.co. My name is Jared Sparks, and I'm a pastor coming alongside other pastors, reminding them of the chief pastor. Hello, and welcome back. Hey, pastor, it's not too late to be red-pilled. Let's pray. Father, we just need direction. I trust that you're going to give it. I pray you'd help me as I'm going through this time to be clear and concise. And ultimately, I want to honor you with what I say. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Before we get going here, you can follow the link in the show notes and you can pick up a Yukon River knife. It's a phenomenal knife. You guys have been hearing me talking about it for the last month. And so I won't bore you with the details. Go check it out. Follow that link and you can get a great discount code. Okay, let's uh, talk about the truth of God's word. And let's think about some issues that people have made complicated. Okay, let's just go through them real quick. Sexual ethics, abortion, socialism, any kind of ethnic issues, racism, that kind of stuff. Wisdom, um, when it comes to government propaganda, government propaganda is everywhere. And um, let's talk about civil authorities having authority over ecclesiastical affairs. Okay, all those issues, they have been complicated or made complicated over the last few years. And pastor, you know this, every conference you go to, almost every article that's written from who's who in ministry is written in such a way that's trying to make something really, really complicated that God's word has made really, really easy. And it's left normal people, it's left pastors scratching their heads thinking, what have I been missing and what am I missing on almost all of these topics when God has said things that make these things really, really clear. 2018, I was preaching through, I believe, uh, the book of Romans. And I've been preaching through books of the Bible since I started preaching in 2008. I think the first book, in fact, I know the first book that I preached through was the book of Romans. And leading up to 2018, so those 10 years, I don't think anyone would have accused me of you know, soft peddling God's word or being ashamed of what God has to say. But something clicked in me in 2018, in the last sermon that I preached that year, because I preached out of Luke chapter 9, and it changed everything for me. It was so helpful leading into what, what would be the next few years of crazy into this day right now. And maybe today is your day where God's word really sets you free. And maybe you've never thought that you're somebody that's embarrassed about God's word or ashamed of God's word, but you really have leaned into all these issues that I just talked about, sexual ethics, sodomy, that kind of stuff, gay marriage, abortion, socialism. As you think about these, you've really leaned in and listened to who's who in the evangelical world, and you've adopted the posture that these things really are complicated, and it's difficult for me to think through. It's difficult for me to look at the scriptures and understand and assess what's going on. How are my people going to understand and assess what's going on? And you've just adopted that posture. And if there was a group of people, for instance, that were in your church that were Democrats, who are basically socialists now or Marxist, and you're, you're just nervous about what God has to say about private property, you're nervous about what God has to say about abortion or murder, you're nervous about what God has to say about marriage because you know who's in the room. What is that? 
Is that, is that a desire to meet people where they're at? Is that a desire to see the kingdom of God and not be offensive and have us all unified around the cross? Or are you being ashamed about what God has to say? And this is what you've got to deal with. I'm making this short and sweet here today so you can pass this along. If you're not a pastor and you're listening in, send this to your pastor if he needs to hear it or some pastor that you know may need to hear this because I want to take them right to where God got a hold of me, which is in Luke chapter 9. Here's what we, we see. And he said to them all, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. This is counter to everything we hear in the world today. For whoever would save his life would lose it, but whoever would lose his life for my sake would save it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits himself? For whoever is ashamed of me and of my words, of him will the Son of Man be ashamed when he comes in glory and the glory of the Father and the holy angels. Right there, that passage is what got hold of me. It says, for whoever is ashamed of me and my words, of him the Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes in his glory. Shame. Shame. When, when I think about the word embarrassment, embarrassment and ashamed can go together. I really thought about the word embarrassment, uh, embarrassment a lot because this is, where, this is where liberalism begins. This is the soil in which it grows, is embarrassment or being ashamed about what God has to say. Making something complicated that God has made easy. And down the road from that is liberalism, apostasy. Down the road from that is the, uh, what is it, the deconstruction stuff. Down the road from that is being the kind of man that no one respects. It's kind of the kind of man that says, well, God really, did God really say? It's the kind of man that just agrees with the devil over and over again and, you know, justifies it. He reads articles about it and has really good articles from really good men who say really good things about this particular topic. Making complicated things that God has said is really easy and really clear, Okay. This thing, shame. Pastor, are you ashamed of what God has to say? Are you embarrassed? You've got to evaluate this. Church member, anyone listening, are you ashamed of what God has to say about anything? Friends, when I preached this, it really did something for me. It, it really set us up. It set me up for what was what was coming. And it can set you up for what's coming. It can simplify your life. You don't have to be going through the motions thinking, what am I missing here for the rest of your life? You can run to God's word and hear what God's word has to say. Now, I've said this. You guys have probably heard me say this before. But the more familiar you are with the world, the more you're going to look at God's word and you're going to question what God has to say about any topic. But the more familiar you are with God's word, the clearer everything comes out here. The more you're going to question the world. The more you're going to look at the world and say, well, wait a minute. I don't know about this. Lockdowns? Ah, I don't know about this. Uh, You want control over who can receive communion and who can't, when we can and when we can't, when we can sing and how we can sing. You're hearing some of these topics. This could have been done two years ago. In fact, I've been doing this for a couple of years every once in a while trying to appeal to you. So let's just go through this real quick. These these things that uh, the Big Eva, the Gospel Coalition, the, the ERLC, that everybody in the who's who world, not everybody, but most people in the who's who world of Christianity and in the world out there are trying to tell Christians, tell people, just normal Christians, middle of the road pastors that just love God's word. They're trying to tell us we're the crazy ones. Sexual ethics, sodomy, gender roles. Oh, that's nothing. It starts with egalitarianism. Oh, men and women are just the same. Well, the Bible says that they're different and God has made them and bestowed upon them dignity beyond equality, that they're both created in the image of God and then God has built them for certain things. And if you look at these big roles, the way I've been framing it and talking about it the last few years, men are built to worship, work, protect, provide, lead, love. Women are called to worship, work, help, submit, fear nothing, love. They're built to be equal and with dignity so much beyond that. Okay, it's really easy. And there's no such thing as sodomite marriage. There's no such thing as marriage between anybody but a man and a woman. That This is what marriage, God has defined marriage. This isn't a complicated issue. 
um, homosexuality is sinful and it's damnable. And of course, other sexual sins are. But it's that particular sexual sin that's brought to the forefront and made complicated for people. And it's just not complicated. It's evil. It's wicked. And there is a clear path forward. And pastor, you're not crazy. Church member, you're not crazy. Now, when it comes to that issue, when you're thinking about that, talking about that, preaching about that, are you embarrassed about the clarity that God gives us? Are you embarrassed? Are you ashamed? What's the, is, are you, uh, what, what are you, where's your foundation here? And so if you're ashamed of God's word, you're one day going to be setting yourself up to be made ashamed of. And that's not an option for Christians. We don't have the liberty of being ashamed of what God has to say. What about abortion? Abortion is murder. I've always, I've just switched it. That's baby murder. It's just, that's what it is. And we have this thing called the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not murder. Uh, it's not, again, this, these, these things, how often have we heard the complicated story of the narratives out there of, of everything from incest and rape and you don't know the plight of these women and this kind of stuff? Like, uh, okay, it's murder. The case closed. That's what God has to say. It's murder. It's, it's not really, again, are we ashamed to say what God has to say? And in 2018, I'm telling you, the light switch went on and today can be your day. About socialism, you know, we hear a ton about it. Democrats are pushing it out there. In fact, Republicans are pushing it too. Politicians are just so corrupt. And if you have a problem saying that, then there's issues going on in the scriptures. Like, what what are you ashamed about, about God's word? Private property matters. Okay, it's not that, again, it's easy. Uh, Government propaganda, when you start to be freed up to not be ashamed about God's word, it gives you a grid by which you can see the world and you can see the nonsense for what it is. You can walk in clarity. You can see it, and you can walk out in front of people as you lead the way, but as, as God leads you to say, God's word says this really plainly, really clearly, and you can be prepared for whatever else is coming down the road. Civil authorities don't have authority over ecclesiastical affairs. They don't have the authority to tell us when we can sing and when we can't sing. We've already mentioned it. So when you know God's word and you're not ashamed of it, it gives you the tools to do what you need to do, to lead how you need to lead, to serve how you need to serve, and just to be prepared and equipped for whatever comes next. You can't be ashamed of God's word, though. If you're still in this posture of embarrassment over what God has made clear, then you will be a hireling. And you, I'm telling you, it'll make you miserable. You'll feel like an absolute worthless piece of garbage when you're embarrassed about what God has to say. You'll feel like that small of a man, people will not respect you, your wife will be embarrassed of you. Your kids will not want to follow in your footsteps. And one day, you'll be the kind of man that's so shriveled up, so spineless, so weak-kneed in everything, and so limp-wristed in everything, that nobody's going to respect you. In fact, you'll be the kind of man that, that Jesus is ashamed of. This isn't salvation by way of courage. This is just a way of shaking out the sheep and the goats and the sh- true shepherds and the hirelings. If you're ashamed of God's word, you cannot be the man that God has called you to be. It's just as simple as that. And so maybe this is your 2018 moment. Maybe this is your moment. And this is your time to send this to whoever needs to hear it. And maybe this Christmas season, you become the awkward one around the table because you've been set free and you're not ashamed of God's word anymore. Maybe you're the one that has to speak up over the dinner table and say, no, God's made this clear. This is not right. This is wicked. And what God has to say goes. And there's forgiveness in Jesus' name. But as long as we make this complicated, we're robbing people of the forgiveness message that Jesus that Jesus proclaims, that Jesus offers in the cross of Christ. Don't water down sin to shun people away from the work of the cross. Proclaim the truth. And of course, do that in love. Friends, I hope this has been helpful and I hope you can be set free. Pastor, you may have been listening to this for a long time, 
but there's still nooks and crannies of your heart that's embarrassed. And fortunately, we are forgiven men, but we step up into the authority that God has given us, which is the authority to be the men that God has called us to be in our homes and churches in our world, proclaiming what God has said and making simple what God has made simple and not being confused by what the, the simple things made complicated by everybody in our world today. Guys, I hope you have a great Christmas and please leave a rating or review. Please share this. Uh, that's always helpful. Thanks so much. I love you guys. I hope you have a great rest of your week.